0: Welcome to Femboldened. A podcast where inspiration meets aligned action, where science meets spirit, and where you've landed to enliven the bulb within you. I'm your host, Angelica Pascone, multidimensional healer and empowerment coach, specializing in helping heart-centered, high achievers like you to shatter their personal and professional self-built glass ceilings. Get ready to awaken to your truest potential as we dive deep into the emboldened stories, wisdom, and wisdom and medicine of our fellow impact-driven visionaries to energize you into living your bold. The only question is, are you ready? Let's get started. Emboldened. Hello, Femboldeners. Welcome to another wonderful episode. I am so excited to sit down with Miranda Mitchell. Miranda has spent a lot of her life in struggle, moving through trauma after trauma without any awareness of how her thoughts about herself dictated her life. Through her transformational journey, she's experienced several healing modalities, including a shot, and you'll have to correct me, Miranda, tanga yoga. Yes. Asht- okay. Wow. I actually, I didn't practice that before this. Um, pranayama. I can say that and meditation, transformational coaching, and personal study of energetics through the lens of human design and the gene keys, which we'll get into today. Miranda has always believed that each of life's experiences are an opportunity for growth. I say the same thing. Miranda knows that her personal growth and awareness creates a ripple effect for others to heal. So she commits herself as a lifelong learner of new perspective, practicing awareness, and remaining energetically curious so that she can help you do the same. Miranda, thank you for being here, for being you. I'd love to know how you are today, who you are today, and I guess what's going on in your world today.
1: Mm. Well, thank you for having me. Appreciate it so much. Very grateful. Um, I'm wonderful today. It's Sunday and it's a beautiful day. And um who I am. You know, I I actually shift and grow <laughs> with almost each day, each moment, each week. I like to say that I've lived many lifetimes in this lifetime, and I seriously have. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um so I mean who I am today is uh grounded, excited, and grateful. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I love that. Grounded, excited, and grateful. That's beautiful. I you know how they have the live, laugh, love signs. That should be that should be something else excited, and grounded and grateful.
1: Mm, I love it. Yeah, because they hit all the elements, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think they're more important than live, laugh, love. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, I should say, more important. They're, <laughs> they're, exactly, they're yeah. deeper, right, and they're more uh, clear. There's clarity within them. So, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And gratitude is a huge, huge, huge thing. Mm-hmm. That was our our episode. Our last episode was gratitude that I just recorded actually yesterday. So I love when things happen and and bring even more meaning. Miranda, you had s- stated in your biography that there had you had undergone lots of traumas, and moving through those traumas and then coming upon and I shouldn't say, yeah, maybe coming upon different modalities to move through those traumas. I'd love to know, you know, I guess, what did it feel like energetically when you didn't have those resources versus what it feels like now that you do? And I, I know that's the answer may be more complex than the question, but I'd love to know. Uh, I, you know, I, I tend to ask, on, on Fimboldens, what things feel like in, in those moments and comparatively between now and then. So I'd love to hear your insight and in, in your experience with that.
1: Um, I would say when I was younger, there was no awareness to anything. Um, I felt like, uh, there was a lot of kind of like chaos. Like I was just moving from one thing to another with no intention no conscious, like deliberate choices. I felt like I was just kind of drifting. And because of that, I was, I found myself in these experiences that just kept proving to myself that my beliefs that I had about myself, which Mm -hmm. were that I was not supported. I was alone in life. Um, that, uh, I didn't matter that I was unworthy, like you know why was i here it, there was all that so everything that i kind of chose gave me that that validation that mm-hmm. it was true mm-hmm. now um with stillness and slowing down it gave me more awareness in that the reason that was happening was because of how i was being mm-hmm. um and i wasn't i wasn't aware of my inner awareness. Everything was external validation.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I'm curious, you know, I think for but this, so many of us walking in the world today, right? Is, is this need to be validated by external circumstances, really not feeling like we have a place. What's my purpose? Why am I here? As women though, I feel, and I, and maybe I could be wrong here, but I feel like it's it's tenfold for us. I'm curious to know your, your take on that. Why do you think that is? What sorts of, I guess, what, what are we experiencing different than our male counterparts that make us live from that subconscious programming?
1: Well, I mean, we're conditioned through our entire lives Mm -hmm. (laughs) to be like If you're a mother, to be like the responsible one, to do all the things, to raise the children, it's our responsibility. So we take on everything. Mm -hmm. Whereas I, I feel like, and you know, it's not everyone. I think things are shifting, and I also know that it has to do with each individual how we were raised. Right. Um. But I do feel like the male at first did not have that deep responsibility of raising the children. Mm -hmm. You know. Um. I do feel like it's shifting now, and I definitely see that with my brother because my brother does such an amazing job with his kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think more males are actually open up to be more feminine, have that feminine side with the emotions. Like it's okay to feel those emotions; it's okay to express those emotions. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, it was more so just swallow those emotions down. You're the you go out and make it the money, and you know you have to be emotionally stable where it's the women that are not emotionally stable. (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But I do feel like that shifting and I do, um, in my own upbringing, it was a little bit different. And I think that's because I left so early. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I left early because I, I always knew there was more for me and maybe I didn't want to be in that conditioning part of my Mm -hmm. parents Mm -hmm. at that time. So I left home at fourteen. So at 14, I was living on the streets, I was partying, I was, um, I mean, I even lived in a car at one point. So I, like I said, I was moving from one thing to another with no conscious awareness. Mm. So I feel like um, as we do the work, our children are going to be raised differently.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And And that's how we're shifting things. Uh, absolutely. And it's I wholeheartedly believe that the children that are being born currently have just this there's something I don't this sounds so silly, but something special about them. They're here to really catalyze what we've been calling in and that we the world that we're we're all praying for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as parents of these children, we're being called to set the tone and set the foundations so that they can springboard into the impact that they're destined to, to, to bring. Mm -hmm. Um, I have no evidence for that except for, I think my child's amazing, but, (laughs) and I think all parents do too. Um, but that's that, I guess, either that's hope or that's fate or, um, wishful thinking, but that's something that I really, I do hope is actually true. When
1: raw channeled human design, he channeled Mm -hmm. it and received it and downloaded in 1987 it was told to him by the voice that he was channeling from that this was for the children. Now, if you think about it, we are those children, mm-hmm. actually, too. So it is progressing. So, like, if you think about our parents, or if I think about my parents, because I'm older, my parents, they did—they're uh, not just not aware. They're not aware of their patterns. They're not doing the work. Yes. They're stuck, um, and it's just part of their process now a lot of my generation, we're doing the work. Like we're going into those patterns. We're talking about things. We're um, trying to shift and working through those beliefs and talking about things that are not us and conditioning. And then because of that, our children are healing more because of the way that we're healing ourselves. So with human design is the evolution. There is in 2027, um, it says there's like this shift that is happening. That's been happening for about hundred years, but by 2027, we're moving out of living in fight, f- like fight, flight mm-hmm. survival. Mm-hmm. We're really moving more into a consciousness of, um, emotional stability, awareness, working through emotion, using creativity, having connection with the environment, the earth, not have, not, not even moving away from eating animals as much. Like there's that Mm -hmm. connection that we're moving away from that. And when you're able to, even sexuality, I mean, you can see in the last couple of years, things are shifting with sexuality and it's all within the human design Mm -hmm. chart and the evolution. So as you look through those, that lens and you start making decisions for your child based on the chart, which I have been now, I I don't live by the chart, because I feel like okay, this is a blueprint, and then what? There's more possibility. So let's use this, get rid of the deconditioning, and step into a higher potential. So because of that, I've learned through my daughter's chart, and this maybe you guys may not understand this, but I just want to share this because yeah, this, please, this is amazing. Thank you. <laughs> um, in the chart, my daughter's a left angle cross. So I know you may not know what that means, but there's right angle, left angle, and juxtaposition. The right angle is all about we learn about ourselves, we integrate, we digest, we learn from life by making our own decisions and awareness based on our experiences. Now, left angle, they learn through relationships. So it's so important for relationships where me, I can be by myself all the time. I love it. My daughter no, she has, she learns through that. So when we were all locked away because of COVID, she was actually telling herself she hated herself. Mm-hmm. She was stupid. I mean, she was going all into that. And because of that alone, I made the decision to put her back in school right away. Mm-hmm. And then she started thriving. I know she learned through her relationships. Mm-hmm. Also, when you go into the chart, there's centers, that are either white or colored in so the white centers mean you take in energy from other people around you that could be positive energy negative energy whatever energies around and then there's colored areas that that's consistent energy you already have so that's kind of like the themes and who you are almost authentically mm. or who you know yourself to be and then the white areas are where you have to surround yourself by people and that's the energy that you receive she has so so much. There's nine centers. Mm-hmm. She has three centers to find only. Everything else is open. Mm-hmm. So she's constantly taking in that energy, which means it's so important for her to be around certain type of people. Mm-hmm. I have to be careful in who she's around. If the if the her friends are if their parents aren't doing the work, then she's suffering. So mm-hmm. I have to make those decisions. And because of that, I took her out of regular school. We are now in a non-curriculum school where she just goes and learns what she wants, when she wants. Mm-hmm. And it's a new way of being by 2027. It actually says our whole state of school system, our whole state of societal norms, that's shifting. Mm-hmm. A lot of the things that we're used to are not going to help us build our business, thrive financially, connect so it's about everything shifting, and it's about that awareness. I went on a little tangent.
0: <laughs> oh no, I love it, and I love the passion in which you just dive right, dove right into that. That's perfect. <laughs> and it's it's things that I didn't know. You know, we had a, a, a tiny conversation before we hit that record button about human design and my experience with it. Um, and really, all I all I've experienced is somebody reading my chart and me saying, "Yeah, I guess that makes sense," and then not remembering. I still have it recorded, but I'm I it still doesn't. Um, I don't want to say resonate, but it's that that and an energetic understanding is there. The logical understanding is there. Just like you say, this is the word "the" and this is the word "turtle." But I don't understand. For me, and you, you probably already know this because you pulled up my chart. I need to feel it in order to completely understand it, and then it mm. clicks. Um, right. Yeah, you're yeah. a generator type, so it is yeah. embodiment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So before we get too ahead of ourselves. You had mentioned finding the first, I guess, modality was finding that stillness for you when you were younger. What was the, what was the catalyst? That's the second time I'm using that word, but I think it's important for this uh, this episode. What was the catalyst that brought you from unconscious unconsciousness to that finding that stillness or or having that moment of there's got to be more?
1: Well, um, I'm a manifesting generator. And as a generator type that's manifesting generator and generator together, it's all about letting life unfold for you rather than thinking in the mind and making things happen. Mm-hmm. So, for a very long time, um, I will say the first step in my evolution, as far as awareness, would have been me having my first son. Because at first it was about, oh, I do have a purpose now, me alone. That was not a purpose. I didn't take care of myself. I didn't love myself at the time. So my son actually gave me that first groundedness in like, okay, I have a purpose. I have, I have to make his life better than mine was, right? I need to be responsible for him. I can't let him go at 14 and all that stuff. So for me, I feel like my kids were given to me to kind of like wake me up, like, hello there. You're kind of like chaotic. (laughs) Um so he was the first. Uh, reason why I started really focusing on things. However, it was more of the external still, it was more for him. Mm -hmm. So I was still living life, a little chaotic. I mean, my husband, I ended up, I had my my son alone. Um, And then I moved to Florida and I met my ex-husband who was very abusive, both physically and emotionally. So I was in that space and then I had my other son with that space, which gave me the awareness of, um, I have to get out of this relationship because I don't want my kids to think that this is okay. So my second son gave me that, that kind of oomph of like, okay, this is not healthy either. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to take these kids and I'm going to have to take these responsibilities and do it on my own. You know? So at that point in time, I was very hard. I was very motivated, very driven. I was, putting myself through school I was working I was doing all the things to raise these kids and I was the mom and the dad so I was very strict very like you know hard you have to follow these rules because otherwise I wouldn't have had control because I needed to do everything so I was very external and then I remember someone at the gym because I was a personal trainer at the time Someone at the gym actually overheard them when they told someone that I was the ice princess. (laughs) And I was like, interesting. So I had been so driven to raise these kids and so hard. that I was shut off emotionally. Everyone was at arm's length to protect myself and to protect the kids. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So at that point in time, I started going to yoga because someone mentioned it to me and at first it was just to stretch you know I lifted I worked out yeah um but then I started noticing a feeling that happened after class like I felt calm Mm -hmm. and like these awarenesses would come up and I would I would realize I'm not happy where I am and I am cold I'm protecting myself all the time so from there I actually dove into yoga and I got I went through training mm-hmm. and I started teaching and cause I loved that because it was no more about just the physical body, like working out was, mm-hmm. it was more about loving yourself for who you are and being grateful and like being present. So that then gave me that next step where I was, I realized there are certain areas in my life I wasn't happening. So I started changing things, you know? Um, and then from there, I was able to move into the coaching realm because I felt like, okay, now I'm teaching, but I want to bring them deeper, Mm -hmm. the practice, but I'm not like guiding them deeper. They're just doing the physical practice, doing the meditation. And then there's no connection. Yeah. Um, So then I went into the coaching realm um, and from there, that is when I found human design. And then Mm -hmm. that human design was um, kind of like the bow on everything because I had done so much work in my physical body as far as releasing tension and beliefs that human design gave me the tangible thing that said, okay, everything that you've done was for a reason. Like this is your life. You've been on this life path and you didn't know it. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that you know this, because I always had that uncertainty in my mind, I have the 48, in my conscious son. So what that means is in the lowest ex- expression, I feel inadequate Question mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. So that gave me the evidence of this is your path. Like, this is what you're supposed to do. So now what are you going to stay small with what you've been doing? Or are you going to be more bold and take more action? And that's when I started doing podcasts or reading out, reaching mm-hmm. out to people, which honestly, you wouldn't know it today. I was so shy. I would not talk to any, anyone. My face would get all red. I would not share. I would not use my voice. So um, it's definitely given me the opportunity to step into who I truly am. And the thing is, is it's not a one and done type thing. Like you said, it's as a trigger comes up or an experience, I reflect and go back. Oh, well, that's in my conscious sun or that's in my Mm -hmm. earth. I'm in the lowest expression right now. How can I work through this, accept my emotions, not push them down, but work through them and then help others do the same. Mm -hmm. So. Mm Mm.
0: that's a long story. (laughs) No, that's a perfect story. Thank you for what a journey. That's amazing. I I love, um, even just taking a moment and be like, wow, look how far you've come in a year, five years, 10 years, 15 years, 25 years. Right. It's just astounding what humans are capable of, not just as you've seen on a physical level, when you were, you were coaching and, and being a personal trainer. Right. But on an emotional level and on a very divine level too, there's just, we are very much limitless. Mm-hmm. So thank you we for are. sharing that and sharing, sharing your own evolution. That's uh, astounding. I'm so, so grateful that, to, to, to hear heard it and to have you here to explain that even further. Thank you. Um, okay. So give us, uh, cause I, again, my, my only experience with human design was having my chart read qu- quickly, briefly. Um, I'd love to know what is the history of it. You kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier and I guess what brought you to human design? Um, and, and how did that, re- you know, I, I want to get to that point of, wow, this is, this really resonates with me. Tell tell us more about that.
1: Yeah. So it was downloaded in 1987 by ra who, mm-hmm. um, He had days and days of this download and it was told to him that the planet is dying and that we are doing this because we're not being authentic. Mm -hmm. Um, We're out of alignment. And it was actually for the children because the fastest way to grow and expand and change things is through the way that we raise our children, which is true. And at that point in time, we were children. We were younger as well. Um, so he made it his life's work to bring it out to the world. You know, um, it is a combination, And this is the thing that I truly loved about it because I had so much experience. I had about eight years experience of yoga and like pranayama and Eastern philosophies and all of that. I loved the fact that it brought in the Hindu chakra system. Mm-hmm. So it's a combination of multicultural, traditional And modern modalities which Mm -hmm. i love because we have to bring the traditional along with us however not everyone is open to just the traditional so the combination of everything really opens it up to more people that will be open-minded and have that perspective of oh this may be something Mm -hmm. so it's the combination of the hindu chakra system the tree of life um the astrology like western astrology the Chinese I Ching and then mm-hmm. quantum mechanics. Mm-hmm. So really, with the combination of that, you enter in your birth date, birth time, and birth place, and then this chart comes out. It's called the body graph. So within this body graph, you see the energy of who you are consistently by the colored in areas. Doesn't matter what colors they are, and you see where you take in other energies from the environment and people around you. Mm-hmm. So the thing that I love about this more so than other personality things, tests, is because this is an imprint at the time of your birth. Mm. And then we go through life and we have conditioning and we have experiences and we make beliefs about ourselves and all these things. But then if you go back to that imprint at the time of your birth, you can realize like oh my goodness, like those beliefs about myself or those experiences, they are not who I am. Mm -hmm. Who I am is here at my fingertips. I can see it. Now, how can I release that conditioning? How can I release those beliefs? Um, How can I really tune into like the energy that I'm here to be? Because through human design, our purpose is really not what we do. It's who we be while we while we're doing it, that's what we're here to be. Mm-hmm. So it gives you that tangible blueprint of, um, being able to work on deconditioning if you need to, mm-hmm. because there's been beliefs, um, work mm-hmm. on, um, letting go of those societal norms, even family, they don't mean to condition you, but it happens mm-hmm. And then having the possibility of saying, okay, so now what? Now that I've released this, now how can I be of service to the whole so that we can continue to grow and expand and heal the planet and heal ourselves?
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you for explaining all of that. Perfect. I didn't know all of that. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Why don't we do this? You have my chart in front of you. Let mm-hmm. me for because this will be on YouTube for our listeners. If you want to see what a chart looks like and be taken through it, go ahead and hop on YouTube. I'm going to give you permission. I'll make you the host so then you can share your screen. How about that? Okay. All right. So this is your chart. Um
1: so when I was talking about the centers, so you'll notice there's the centers, these shapes. Mm-hmm. That's what the centers are these were based on the chakra system. So in the chakra system, there's seven chakras, but you'll notice there's nine centers here. Mm-hmm. And the reason that is, is because of evolution. In 1781, there was an evolutionary shift where a couple of the chakras, the heart chakra, which is the center here, this G center now, and this will center, These, this was the heart chakra. So this represents value, identity, love, direction. Mm. And then these two centers, the emotional solar plexus and the solar, uh, the spleen split as well. This was the solar plexus. So the reason these split is you, I mentioned in 2027, we're moving out of the spleen, which is fight or flight. Mm. So we've been living in all of this space, which is all the fear gates and the lowest expressions. And then we're moving more into the emotional solar plexus, which is creativity, emotions, and um connection and consciousness Mm -hmm. so we're moving to live out of this space so i just wanted to clarify that and then i'm gonna ask any questions that you have actually so
0: (laughs) (laughs) no no that's perfect i keep keep going this is this is good okay so
1: i mentioned before that the white areas so we all have the chart okay Mm even the areas that are white, even look, even the ones that don't feel filled in. So the white areas, which is the head center, the Ajna and the will center or the ego are open. Well, yours is totally open here. When there's no activation, it means there's open. And when there's colored in areas here, that means it's undefined. So you have two open areas, which are the Ajna and the well center. So in the undefined or open areas, That is where you receive energy from other people in the environment. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that you don't have energy there. Mm -hmm. It means you have inconsistent energy, variable energy. So when you think of open Ajna, that's beliefs. So you're very open-minded,
0: very open to hear different (laughs) perspectives, you know, (laughs) That resonates. (laughs) I'm laughing uh, because just uh, just this morning there was a commercial we were watching, my husband and I, and there's a a new, I guess, uh, service in which those who have stutters can call in and have somebody translate for them and not have the stutter. And he's like, that seems ridiculous. I said, that's because you don't have a stutter you don't understand what the disability is like. They could not get the loan that they're calling for. They could not get as much money. They could they could be hung up on because they're perceived. So yeah, absolutely. I'm, that's just driving. I'm laughing because he was like, oh, I guess so. I just don't see the point. So that's because you don't have a stutter. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. And yeah. the thing is, is with the open, you receive that information. So very like you receive constant information in that, yes. you know? So the thing with also with these two things being open here, there can be a lot of uh, like uncertainty sometimes yes. because mm-hmm. you can be so open-minded that you're like oh well which do I believe in and what you know yes. um yes but I will say the people with a defined so when it's yes. colored in it said it's defined
0: mm-hmm.
1: um what that means is there's consistent energy so people that have the ajna defined can be really stuck in their beliefs
0: Mm -hmm. So it's
1: actually really wonderful when they are around people with open because there may be something that shows up for them that they were unaware of, you know, that they weren't open to before. Mm -hmm. So um, it's a a lovely collaboration between open and defined, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Now, um, anywhere there's colored areas, there's definition. So what that means is you have consistent energy there. It you put that energy out into the world. So if you're thinking open areas is where you receive, mm. energy that you have is what you put out. Go. So other people that you are around will be receiving this energy that you are around. Um, so you have consistent energy in your throat, which means that you have a consistent way of speaking. Um people hear you when you're Mm -hmm. speaking people with an undefined throat actually have a very hard time with being heard Mm -hmm. because it's so variable. They feel like no one hears me. Like seriously, people sometimes cannot hear what a person is saying. If their throat is open, unless they are looking at them. So a lot of people, when I do a reading, if they have an open throat, they're like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. Like I have, I have this belief about myself. Mm
0: -hmm
1: that no one hears me What I have nothing to say, nothing, nothing I say matters, mm. but it's just because of that open throat. Mm. That is an example of my daughter. She has an open throat mm. and it was the best thing when I heard her say, In the, I, she was having a struggle with someone hearing what she was saying. No one was listening to her. They were talking to everyone else. Nothing ever she, she ever says matters. Mm. And then she was in the car and she's like, oh, well that's okay. They don't No, I have an open throat. (laughs) So that belief about her not being heard is now not going to be created. Right. Right. Because she understands I need to make sure I ask them a question or they're looking at me to understand what I'm saying. Right.
0: And 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 you know, on the flip hand, having a defined throat, I have a just us talking right now, I'm like, oh. Well, that's nice to hear. I'm actually being heard because that's a conditioned fear I have is that it doesn't matter how much I say or how much, how wonderful my gifts are. They're not going to be noticed. This is that ah, that. That belief
1: right there. Mm. That's the um, ego. Not in a bad way. This has to do with value.
0: Ah, Okay. All right. Your value. Yeah.
1: So there's conditioning here Mm -hmm. about your value Um, having value, knowing your own value, trusting that what you give is valuable. And that is because there isn't consistency here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, but so now you can see how these can give you permission to be like, oh, well, that makes total sense.
0: Right. Right. Absolutely. I'm like, good. Well, now I know, and, and here, here here's, you know, again, the example, well, now I know I'm being heard, so I'm not going to question that anymore.
1: And when you do question it, because it doesn't yes. ever go away. Right, right. When You do question it. You can just reconnect to, oh, I have this totally open.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Am I valuing myself right now? How am I feeling about myself right now? Yes. Yep. And that goes to this area. So this is the G center, which is love direction and identity. hmm which is wonderful that you have it defined. So that means that you have a pretty good sense of your direction in life, of who you are in life. It's not saying that you never had any of these beliefs about like, who am I? How am I gonna like be of purpose? Or, you know, how am I gonna do this? But you have a good sense of your identity. Mm -hmm. And since this seven is connected to 31, so when these two numbers are connected, you'll notice this one is only halfway.
0: Mm-hmm. So what
1: that means is it's a hanging gate. So that means you have the one only, which is all about purpose. And that means you don't have consistent energy in the eight, which is fulfillment. So what that means is um you don't have the channel, but you have one of the gates. Now mm-hmm. when you have the seven and the 31, that's a whole channel. So you have the seven and the 31 gates, and they come together. So what that means is the energy from your G center flows up to the energy of your throat so everything that is connected to your throat is really what you're here to talk about so Mm -hmm. the 731 the seven is collaboration working with others and the 31 is being the voice being heard Mm -hmm. so you are here to have that healthy balance of collaboration working with others but you also are here to be the voice Mm -hmm. if you just had the seven which i only have the seven I'm about collaboration, but I'm good sitting behind the voice. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be out
0: front. Ah, yes. Right? I, like, I like to have an audience. Yeah. <laughs>
1: right. And that's exactly why it's great yeah. that you're doing podcasting. And that's why it's great why I come on podcasts yeah. because I'm asked. So I get to respond to things, which is okay. my energy strategy. So awesome. I respond to things. Awesome. All right. So that's the G-Center. Um, and then just really quickly, sacral, this is work and life force energy. That's what makes you a generator type for people that are non-sacral beings, which are the projector, manifester and reflector, they would have this open. So what that means is it's white. They take in the sacral being energy, amplifies it. So they can seem like they have all this energy in the world. They can be superhuman, but that's not their energy to keep. Mm -hmm. So what happens is they burn themselves out because they're constantly living off other people's energy. Mm. Um, Then the root all about groundedness and right timing. The emotional solar plexus is all about creativity. Um, There's the emotional wave associated with this. And I'll talk a little bit about strategy and what the emotional wave means. And then this is the spleen, which is fears and um, instinct intuitive mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like insight. okay. So um, there are five types. there's the generator manifesting generator. we combine them together because we make up 70% of society. Mm-hmm. We are the ones that are here to be of service to create on the physical realm to connect with people, collaborate with people, build. We have a work and life force energy. Mm-hmm. Um, then there is the projector which makes up 20% of society, they're basically here to guide others. They guide us generator types because they see the energy of other people Mm -hmm. more so than they see themselves. And the reason that is, is usually they have a lot of open areas. So they're constantly taking in other people's energy. So Mm -hmm. sometimes they can't connect to who they are and they can be really lofty, like not grounded. Mm -hmm. But we are here in the physical realm. So it is about that balance. So they actually see the bigger picture and help guide us. The manifestors make up 9%. Um, They are the ones that basically are what we told we should be. um, Initiate, start things, make things happen. The only ones that can do that really are the manifestor. And that's 9%. So if you're thinking about entrepreneurship, we're all taught to do that. Mm -hmm. so we're all out of alignment we're not responding and that's why things are hard that's why things don't work out Mm -hmm. once you tune into your strategy then you trust that process and things start to fall into place for you so the manifestor gets those big ideas and then they start the process um they kind of remind me of a sprinter they have all this energy but then they burn out really quickly and they need naps almost every manifestor that i have had a conversation with they say oh, so I can take a nap. (laughs) Whereas before they would get on themselves because why would they need to take naps? What's wrong with them? Yeah. Okay. And then the reflector um, has every single center open. So that means every single one of these is white. So they're constantly taking in everyone's energy and they're the mirror. They're the mirror to the environment. So if they're not happy thriving, then something's off in their environment. They need to be out in nature. A lot usually away from other people to ground into like who they
0: truly are. So those are the five types. Would you like me to go into the strategies? So I actually have a quick question. Yes. The so there's I, I understand the the undefined and the defined, but I'm noticing there's different colors within the defined. What do yes. those mean?
1: So you'll notice so the shapes colors they don't have it the meaning isn't there isn't okay. really any meaning. meaning. Now, the red and the black, that does have meaning. So you'll notice on the left side here, they're all red. And on the right right side, they're all black numbers. So the red numbers all represent the gate activations in the archetypes of the planet. So these all represent planets. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: These are the gates that were in those planets 88 days before you were born. So Mm -hmm. these are unconscious Sides of you that you may not resonate with. People may see them in you, but you may not resonate with them. Okay. They're still a part of you. Now, the black is imprinted the time of your birth. So these are the conscious side of you. the The archetypes, these gates, were in these archetypes and these planets at the time of your birth. So the red correlates to the unconscious, and the black correlates to the conscious. Mm. now when you have like the 38 you have red and black what that means is this gate 38 is activated in your conscious and your unconscious side so it's a bigger theme
0: oh okay okay all right yeah so
1: a lot of people resonate with the conscious more so but Mm -hmm. the unconscious side is just as important because the unconscious we have to tap into the unconscious elements of ourselves to really step fully into who we're here to be now Mm.
0: Now I have a somewhat related question that I've always wondered, as far as you know, human design horoscopes, all of that, because it's it's there's an imprint at time of birth, and that I understand. But I'm curious. There's also that, like you said, the imprint before birth.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, I'm curious to know, and you may not know this answer, but it's always a question I've had in my mind, when there are planned C sections. Mm-hmm. right. Or, or even unplanned C-sections and, and, you know, nature didn't take its course as intended. Right. So like for me, I, I'm, I was a C-section. They told my mom her hips weren't big enough, which is just blasphemous. Anyways, being I'm, I'm, I'm also a medical provider, so that's, there's no such thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so like, how does, does that is, are we, is it still fate because that was in the stars? And that was going to be planned at some point, or are, are we, um, messing with fate by having C-sections that aren't necessary? I don't know. I'm just curious to know, what your take is on that.
1: Yeah. My take is, you know, I don't know the answer, yeah. <laughs> um, but how I feel about that answer mm-hmm. from my perspective is there, I feel like there, there, there's always a knowing yeah. I feel like that was fate. So everything worked out the way it was supposed to be. Right. Right. That's my overall feeling, but I don't know. That's just yes. my yes. perspective on that. Yep.
0: No, <laughs> I think on a, on a very, um, conscious level, I feel the same way. Like it's fate. It's, it's just, that's already, it, it was your destiny anyways. We're not, you know, but, um, there's that logical part of me. That's like, But what if, but so anyways, moving on, I was just curious because there's, there's, you know,
1: well, I love that you brought up the logical because we've been taught so much to (laughs) only be in the logical, to be in the mind, to figure things out, to understand things through the mind, Mm -hmm. but human design is through awareness of the body without The mind, like the body knows, but we've been so conditioned to be in the mind that we've forgotten that the body knows, or we don't trust it because we've never tuned into it, or you know, there that something bigger the thing that we have that we don't see personally, or we don't understand because our mind only takes in a certain amount. You know, so there's so much that we don't know that we're caught up in the mind. So yeah, it's more about opening up and trusting into the unknown, Mm -hmm. which a lot of
0: people can't do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Mm -hmm. awesome. Okay, thank you for uh, traveling with me in the the segue. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm.
1: Perfect. Okay. Um. So the strategy. Each type has a different strategy, and what that basically means is it's tuning in to a body response learning how to tune into that response and trusting it without having to follow it up with the logical aspects of the mind Mm -hmm. um through human design the evolution of the seven chakra to the nine has brought us into the awareness of going more into the emotional and the feeling aspect than figuring out things in the mind so when you tune into your strategy It's about trusting, Mm. experimenting with it, seeing how it works. Um, And that's honestly where I will say maybe the disconnect was with you because the information, everyone gets the information and they're like, well, I have all this information, but nothing's happened or I don't understand it. And it's because that's the mind. You're Mm -hmm. not tuning in to the body Mm -hmm. still. Okay. And it takes time. So it's all about the layering of there's so many layers to human design that everyone wants to know like the numbers and the lines and the gates and what does this mean? And, but that's the information, right? So it's all about strategy first, trying that out, feeling Mm. into it. And once you kind of know what that means, then go into the next aspect. Mm -hmm. That's where the disconnect is. It's still in the mind. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. Because you look at these charts and you're like, holy moly, this is complicated, right? Mm-hmm. And then you kind of, like, I can feel my, you know, nervous energy of being in PA school and, and I'm like, oh, this is going to take a while to understand, right? And then that maybe in, that's the 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 block, I guess, right? To really mm-hmm.
1: internalize. That's the information.
0: It. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So it's always the first thing I always work with on is type, strategy, mm-hmm. authority, nothing else. Like people mm-hmm. will come to me and be like, "Oh, I want to know this." And I'm just like, "Sorry, like you have to embody it first. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's going to mean nothing and I'm wasting your time." <laughs> yes. Yes. Right? <laughs> right. So, um the strategy, generator like a generator type you an emotional generator. I'll go into the emotional part too. Okay. Um a generator type, the strategy is wait to respond to things in the external world. The reason that is, is as a generator type, I mentioned you're here to do things in the physical realm, create, be of service here. So that means things will show up to you in the physical realm for you to respond to. Mm -hmm. So as a generator type, it's about having an idea, getting an inspiration with your open head, Mm -hmm. asking, give me a sign Mm -hmm. and then let it go. Then things will show up to you in the external world for you to show, to respond to. And I'm going to give you an, an um, an example. Okay. I, I mentioned to you earlier that I would like to move up North. Maybe I didn't already. What I, I did live up North and I want to get back up there because Florida is too hot times. Yeah. We'll be happy um, to have you. <laughs> yeah. I just want to go. I want to have seasons and stuff, you know, and we, I was about to buy some land and it fell through and I was like, okay, trust in right timing. And then a year went by and it's like, okay, like, is this something that is, is going to happen, you know? Um, And it was for Vermont. And um, so I just asked, is Vermont, like, is that not for me or is it for me at some point in time, you know? And I let it go. Then I was driving that day and I realized as I was driving to the left, the road next to me is called Vermont. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's always been there. That's interesting. And then that day when I was driving, my, my radio was a mess. Spotify was not working. I was trying to play it. I was like playing around with things. And then when I finally got to play, the name of the song was called Vermont. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you tune into things, we have been taught not that stuff is woo, that that doesn't, that's not true. Mm-hmm. But things were showing up for me that, okay, it's right. It is for you, but maybe not right now. Right? Right. So that showed up for me. So as a generator type, things show up to you. It's all about responding to things that show up into the external world that you can respond to so that you're making life unfold for you. So yes. something shows up for you that feels good. That's a uh-huh, 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 my sacral. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that action. And then that way you're making those decisions that are aligned for you. And that's just a quick overview there's more to thinking. it. Yeah. Um, now the emotional part of it, that means this little bugger here has, um, a next step for you. So it's not just about like, Oh, that feels good. Uh-huh. Gut feeling. It's like, Oh, okay. That gut feeling feels good. Now I have to wait a day and sleep on it. Does yes. it still <laughs> feel good to me the next day? Yeah. Yep. If it's uh huh. Okay. How about one more day? Does it still feel good to me? And if you want to make decisions that are aligned with you, that are sustainable, easy, that are right for you, that's not going to cause you struggle, then it's about waiting a couple of days to feel into, does this feel good to me still? And if it's a yes, 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 all the way through, then you know, that's right for you. Now, if it's a yes, no, yes, what that means is if you decide to do it, you're going to feel that experience. Sometimes you're going to love it. Sometimes you're not. Mm-hmm. There's like, are you going to trust the process of fully being excited in that experience? Or are you going to make yourself struggle because at times you won't enjoy it? Mm. So it's really about how to um, make decisions that are aligned for you, that are showing up for you. Mm-hmm. So as a generator type, it's way to respond to things in the external world. And with the emotional part of it, it means you have a little bit longer. You have to wait two to three days and have that. Yes, yes, yes. Now as a projector, it's wait to be invited. Now there's a difference between that. So waiting to be invited means um, a reject a projector actually needs to have lots of self-care time. Mm -hmm. They have, um, That People like to say you have 20 hours of rest and four hours of work. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of self-care time. And if you're a projector and you're not doing that, you're not going to receive things to be invited into because you're exhausted. Mm -hmm. So for a projector, it's very hard for you to trust the process to do the things that you need to do to take care of your body, take care of your sleep, to not be rushing, making things happen. Mm -hmm. You have to wait to be invited. And what that looks like is um, someone reaching out to you and saying, hey, I really resonate with your energy or I resonate with what you're doing. Would you mind having a conversation? Or maybe you'll have um, someone reach out to you for a podcast, or maybe you'll have someone reach out to collaborate. So it's all about opening yourself up to be invited into things while you take care of yourself and work on the things in the back. Like if you have an inspiration of working on your website, work on your website, but not with the expectation it's mm. taking care of yourself and letting yourself be invited into things so that you can respond to it. Mm. The uh, manifester is all about receiving those downloads. So if they have this initial download that they have this burst of energy and they have this brilliant idea and it feels good in their body, they start the process. They just get to go and do However, like I said, they get tired mm. a lot. So mm. a lot of things, the manifestors, if they feel like they have to start a process, then they have to feel like they have to finish it, but they may not be here to finish it. They're here to start things. Mm. So they're here to have people support them, get that brilliant idea, then set, set yourself up where people can support you. Because if you're a manifestor, then you can go to a generator or go to a projector invite them or bring something to respond to and then you have these people su- like supporting this beautiful project mm. And then the reflector um, they have a 28 day it's through the moon cycle because of their centers all being undefined. Um, each gate activation as it moves through the moon will change the definition of their chart. So for them to make an aligned decision, It is about waiting that 28 days Mm -hmm. and feeling, okay, does this feel good to me? Yes. Mm -hmm. Does this feel good to me? Yes. So society doesn't give a lot of opportunity for that. So it can be Mm -hmm. very difficult that time. So for um, a reflector, it's important to just be aware that if you weren't able to make that, that 28 days or you were rushed, okay, it might not be the best decision for you. And as long as you realize, oh, this was because I was rushed. You can let that belief go of, mm. I don't know how to make decisions for myself. Right. right. Or everything I choose is wrong. Mm. Mm.
0: Beautiful. Thank you for all of that.
1: You're okay. welcome. I know it was a lot. It's a <laughs> lot.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Do you have questions about anything else? No, I'm just going to let it process. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: so, and the thing is, is, you know, just focus on your energy type first. So I went through all five, right? right? Right. So focus on your energy type first, feel into way to respond Mm -hmm. and feel into your emotional wave waiting those extra days.
0: Yeah. I, Um, I definitely resonate with that. I know I, I tend to have a lot of big ideas that seem like they're, Amazing, but there's so many of them I can't possibly do all of them. So so sit, I mean, a great example is just a few days ago. I had this intuitive nudge to host a retreat with a friend in Costa Rica about for mothers, and they bring their toddlers who were birthed during the pandemic and healing and doing it. And then I was, you know, I sat, I was like, that's a great idea. But then the next few days, I'm like, that's not possible, right? Instead of just acting on it right away. So I, I agree. I agree.
1: And that's interesting because it may not be, it's a great idea, but maybe it's not for now. And the reason it's when you just said that I'm going to respond to something and maybe do mm-hmm. that, you can respond as well. Okay. So my business partner, Annalena, we have the Align Living Academy, which we do certifications and everything for human design for coaches okay. and everything. Um, we're doing a retreat in Costa Rica in 2023. Okay. So for you to say that to me was just like, oh, you've been wanting to get that set and you haven't done that yet. Mm. Respond. And for you, it could be, oh, like Costa Rica retreat. Yeah. But maybe not right now. So keep that in the mind and see, give me something to respond to. Ah,
0: Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that process. Cause I'm very, you know, as I, as I mentioned earlier, just very much intuitive and all about responding to cues and and signs and, and all that. So perfect. It gives me even more reason to fall into that.
1: Yeah. And with your open head and Ajna too, the ideas do come, there's mm-hmm. tons of ideas and you're right. You can't do all of them, mm-hmm. but that's why you sit with the idea. You feel into it. Does it feel good? Okay. It feels exciting. Let's see if something shows up for me to respond to
0: mhm right. you
1: know and then that way you will know that that is for you so then you get to respond to it and uh there's many different you know sometimes we feel like when we respond things have to happen right away or something has to come right away but that doesn't happen until right timing which you do have a lot of the root mm-hmm. which is all about right timing too right so it's tuning into does it feel like right timing is it hard? Am I making things happen mm-hmm. or am I responding? Because there's many steps to the responding. Like Annalina and I talked about the retreat probably months ago. We talked to her. We like and we haven't done anything with it. Mm-hmm. But because you just said that, it's like, oh, we need to do something with that. I'm mm-hmm. responding. Mm-hmm. So it's an unfolding. Yeah. You have to trust the process and not make it happen when you think it should be on your timeline.
0: Mm, mm-hmm. Yep. That's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. That's something I've learned. Correct.
1: Yeah. yeah. Any, anything else? Yeah. I a question to respond to? <laughs> <Are you> okay. <laughs> <I love
0: that. laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So, so the top two, so the, the one in the bottom one, that's Ajna. Yes. That's okay. Beliefs.
1: Identity, I'm sorry, beliefs, uh, perspective, open-mindedness.
0: Okay, yep. So okay, and then the one above that. That's the head. So
1: that is ideas. Mm. And it is a pressure center. So there's two pressure centers in the chart. So the head and the root. So since yours is open or undefined, Mm -hmm. that means you do put yourself under pressure to figure everything out. And the reason that is is because you're constantly getting those ideas. You're like, which one should I do? I don't understand. And that's where the strategy comes in. You wait to respond. So it relieves that pressure, Mm -hmm. but we're so conditioned to make things happen, figure things out that
0: we react. Right. Right. And I think even, you know, we're conditioned that way, but we're also conditioned in the spiritual realm to do the same thing. Like here's here's an intuitive hit respond to that. Here's an intuitive hit respond. Right. It's, and I, I'm, I, I guess I'm guilty of teaching that as well. Like, listen to that instinct, listen to the instinct. Right. Um, so it can go both ways.
1: And I would love, like, that's very interesting. Um, because the intuitive hit, yes, mm-hmm. but that's not an external that's internal. So depending on your type, and your definition so as a generator type you receive an intuitive hit then you ask yourself oh i've received this intuitive hit write it down cuz you know you forget mm-hmm. like intuitive hits they go in one ear and out the other and then you forget sometimes mm-hmm. unless you respond right away but then what's happening is not right timing for a generator type so you get that intuitive hit you write it down and then you say okay give me something to respond to is this like is this intuitive hit for me Give me something to respond to in the external world so that I can respond to it. Now, if you're a projector, that is splenic, which means their authority is through the spleen, which is in the now moment, which is intuitive. Mm-hmm. They actually have to learn to receive the intuitive hit and take action right then and there. But what happens is then they get up in the head, they've missed the intuitive hit, which is then not. Mm. in their response so there's many that's why it's important to know your type Mm -hmm. to know your strategy and practice that
0: first yeah that makes sense because
1: we're all different
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um and even with manifestation we're all different in how we manifest i mean the arrows are not shown here but we all manifest differently as well so that's why the the power of human design as far as specificity in each individual person is so unique and so powerful because it's not a one type fits all right right
0: uh, okay I think those are all my basic questions I mm-hmm. there's probably thousands of them but thank you this mm-hmm. this helps clarify things awesome. quite a bit and like you said gives permission as well yeah mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah the permission to um well first of all the conditioning the yeah. permission to forgive yourself for some of the things that you believed you know mm-hmm. uh for example like for me not loving myself um we went over your g center how it's yellow mm-hmm. my g center is undefined so what that means is um whoever I was around I would morph myself into mm-hmm. their identity mm-hmm. so then I'd be like, well who am I Why do I keep changing? I don't even know who I am. Do I even matter? Like, you know, so by that alone, I was able to be, forgive myself for all the things that I thought I was, thought I wasn't, and then know how important it is for me to be around the people that make me feel good, know how important it is for me to be in the right place, right environment Mm -hmm. and choosing that and letting go of all those mistakes like my ex-husband and all of this stuff and just letting that go. Cause I wasn't aware it wasn't because I was stupid or mm-hmm. I didn't know who I was, or I was a mess or I didn't love myself. It was because I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So by knowing that you're able to forgive yourself for a lot of the stuff
0: mm-hmm. that you've done as far as your choices. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I'm curious to know with this modality of human design, I know some coaches that will ask for the data points from their incoming clients so that they can review their horoscopes or you know their their signs. And um, I know of a couple that do that same thing with human design. Is that a, a practice that you have so then you know, I guess, their imprint coming in and how you can best serve them? And I know you entered the coaching realm before you discovered human design, correct? Mm-hmm. So how has that shifted? your connection with your clients, your clients, um, coming into their own. I'd love to know mm. the, the what changed with this new modality.
1: Honestly, it changed everything. Um, before when I was coaching, it was more mindfulness connecting to intuition, all, all that, but it was through my own perspective, which mm. is great. Cause I mean, I have a lot of experience, but we're different energy beings. We yeah. have different themes in our life. The way that I respond to things is not the way a projector would respond to things. There'd be struggle. There'd be misalignment. Um, I use human design with my clients. And like I said, we have the certification too, Mm -hmm. um, because fully, I fully feel it gives the opportunity for you to be on their map, um, to give them so that they understand themselves Mm -hmm. And you are the guide to help support them in that rather than you telling, you know, or you Mm -hmm. coaching on your own perspective. Mm -hmm. So with my clients, I will say, uh, there's so many people that have had like a foundational reading that break down crying because they feel seen and heard for the first time. They let go of their limiting beliefs. They step into their power. It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with my experiences. It has nothing to do with my energy type. It has to do with them knowing who they are and then them taking bold action. Mm -hmm. And that's why Annalena and I do the certification because it's not um, about us making this impact into the world through our connecting with people. It's about us supporting people uh, and coaches and entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. so that they can step into their power and help support their client. So like I said, the seven's all like behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. I'm good with that as far as we're making impact, as far as authenticity and helping the planet aligns and people love themselves for who they truly are. Mm -hmm. So I feel it's it's life-changing, truly.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. I wish I could do that with patients, right? Because how they take in information being shared with them. And it's not all that different from, I was like making comparisons, you know, a, a child with special needs requiring an IEP, right? The teacher is presented with the IEP, understanding what their, their needs are and how they respond to things so that they can tailor their teaching to benefit that child.
1: And I will say with patients as far as sickness and stuff like that. A lot of it is all based on our own beliefs and are, we're keeping that, those beliefs in our body, making ourselves sick, Mm -hmm. like the well center that you have totally open, Mm -hmm. um, people pushing through willpower when they don't have that willpower to do causes you to break down. It causes you to like have these beliefs about yourself and each one of the gate activations in the well center. Um, well, each one of the centers actually has a correlation to something in Mm -hmm. the human body. Mm -hmm. So the will center has to do with the heart has -hmm. to do with the endocrine system. I mean, I had thyroid problems and it was because I had so much gate activations and energy going to my throat. I didn't use my throat. I would swallow it down. I Mm -hmm. was just fearful. And because of that, I burned my throat out. There's so much connection as far as energy Mm-hmm. And sickness and
0: beliefs in our body as well. Yes, it's so powerful. Yep, I wholeheartedly believe that. That's as as a PA, I the my first my first goal as a provider is to give them permission and perspective and feeling seen. And then I notice that with that, everything else falls into place. And I, I I tell whenever I'm in an interview, I just tell them it's easier for. Those on the other side, those science minded to to hear me just say, My patients get better. Mm-hmm. I don't have to tell them, Well, I believe it's beliefs, and I don't have to tell my patients that either, right? I'm just like, Well, let's talk about yes, you have diabetes today, but that doesn't mean it has to be forever. Mm-hmm. And how are you being hard on yourself, right? And just opening up those questions. Oh, and the self love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: because the G center, all of the gates in that G center all have to do with self love trusting other people, loving and taking care of the body Mm -hmm. connection to spirit. I mean, all of that is all about how we value ourselves. And if we don't, then
0: that's how we get sick. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, shifting gears a little bit. I'd be curious to know, I mean, you, you do, you've, you've followed human design for your, for raising your children. I'm curious to know how marriages would, and mm-hmm. partnerships would be, would benefit from looking at each partner, looking at not only their own design, because that's half the, the the battle, right? But also their partners and understanding, oh, he or she did this because this happened and it wasn't because of me. It's just their auto, uh, automatic responses to this. And here's where I can step in and fill in this undefined area by way of this the mm-hmm. other thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I always like to say first, you know, in relationships, it's all about our inner knowing first mm-hmm. and understanding ourselves. We can't change them if they're not willing to do the right. But when it comes to human design and knowing someone's chart, uh, like my husband's chart, um, first of all, there's electromagnetics which if you remember in your chart, I talked about that one, how it was a hanging gate. It was a happy gate. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the time we energetically are drawn to people that have the opposite end of Mm -hmm. that gate so that we connect that flow. Okay. So there's electromagnetics there. Now that's usually like the spark or the attraction. And then what happens is sometimes within that experience, after you are with each other for a while, that spark and attraction actually is what drives you crazy about each Mm -hmm. other Mm -hmm. because one person has one end and one person has the other. So it's like you're butting heads. Mm -hmm. So the awareness of that is huge because my husband and I have like four or five that do that.
0: Oh my gosh. Now we're
1: just like, (laughs) agree to disagree. Like you're not going to change my opinion. I'm not going to change yours. It's just not going to happen. Agree Mm -hmm. to disagree. So you're able to let go of, right trying to be seen, heard, understood mm-hmm. because they're a different energy. They have right. the other gate. Um, also, when you're, there's a lot of people that do say like, oh, they complete me. Um, and the reason is, is because of those gates. Mm-hmm. So let's say you do have an open area and then your husband has it defined. So when you come in the presence, you take in that energy. So you mm-hmm. feel like you're different. I like who yeah. I am. Be I like who I am when I'm with someone mm. that's because of the energy. So it's the awareness of what energy is yours, what energy is theirs. And when you can come into their presence, how you can use that energy in a way to help support you, or mm. if you need to get out of the energy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's also the, um, I love it when you, when you put um, two charts together, you can see where the definition comes together, mm-hmm. like where you take in other people's energy and so forth. And they always say, um, the areas that are undefined when you, both charts come together is like the areas that you're here to learn together. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. Yeah. So for me and my husband, we have everything defined except for the G center mm. of direction and identity. So That's what we're here to learn together mm. and the open head and Ajna ideas, inspirations. So it's, um, it's fun kind of in that way to like, Oh, that's what we're here to learn together. Mm -hmm. We have definition um, in that way, but it's, it really gives you permission to let things go. Mm -hmm. And you guys bought heads on things or you don't agree with certain things. It's um, with your kids the same way, you know, it's like you get to, you get to let them be their own unique self And then you get to be your own unique self. And I will say for my experience, our relationship definitely is not, uh, the normal societal norms Mm -hmm. as far as like husband and wife, because we are both manifesting generators. We have a lot of the same definition, but different gates. Mm -hmm. I always like to laugh at myself because I'm like, Oh, I must've loved myself because Cause it's like, he's a kind of like a mirror, like me, mm-hmm. um, but we both need a lot of alone time. Mm-hmm. So we honestly have more alone time than we do together. Mm-hmm. But when we come together, we have our time together and we appreciate
0: yeah.
1: having our alone time. Cause we need it. Whereas if I didn't know that the expectations of who I should be, what our relationship should look yeah. like would be putting pressure, which would then make us not happy. Yeah. Yep. yep. So it gives you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know it's so powerful. It is very yeah. powerful. <laughs> My goodness. Where do you see, after this beautiful conversation, where do you see human design being used in our current society, like in the near, I mean, you said twenty twenty seven was it was a big year in human design. So, what's the trajectory looking like then? And and how are we? How do you think we'll be implementing this? I think it can be used in everything, and
1: honestly, that's why Anna, Lena, and I do what we do. Um, we know through our charts, we're actually here to be teachers. Mm-hmm. We're here to teach human design. Uh, we're both here to make global impact. So we're doing that by talking, putting ourselves out there, doing courses, doing certification, like making global impact. Um, We try to make it tangible for everybody. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it can be brought into um, obviously the professional entrepreneurial businesses on letting people be supported in what their energy type is and giving them the things that really uplift them rather than dragging them down, giving them the time that they need off um, it gives, it'll help relationships. Mm -hmm. It'll help relationships with our kids. It will change humanity as a whole because of how we raise our children, because of the awareness of their, who they are and what they need. It can be brought. I mean, I'm working with a nurse practitioner that brings it into her, 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 um, with her patients Mm -hmm. because going into the will center and like what areas about beliefs and what's happening in the physical body. Mm -hmm. Uh, it can be brought into every single. I mean, I know we've done certifications for people that are bringing into, you said, diabetes. She's mm-hmm. bringing into her diabetes. Or she's a coach for diabetes, children, um, prenatal and postnatal, yoga. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's people bringing in all realms, all realms. Mm-hmm.
0: So exciting.
1: Mm-hmm. It's so exciting. I really think so.
0: Yeah. All right. So for those who are on the edge of their seats, wanting to know more about human design, wanting to know about Miranda Mitchell, how to be in her energy, where can they find you?
1: Well, there's two places. So I do have my own personal website, Miranda-Mitchell.com, plus Miranda J. Mitchell on Instagram there. That's more of, I do like foundational readings. I do intuitive readings, like going into like soul's purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, more of the one on one. And then um, the Aligned Living Academy, which is my partnership with Annalina, uh, where we have certification. We have the certification for coaches and entrepreneurs. And we're also doing, um, we've just started doing these uh, master classes and doing um, like these short courses to help support everybody learning about their embodying their human design. So, depending if you want like one on one, in depth,
0: or if you want to be in a community aspect, there's those two options. Oh, so awesome. Thank you. Thank you for sharing all this information for going deeper with me. I really appreciate this. I, Mm -hmm. I I'm leaving today with more validation and understanding of myself than I did an hour ago. So I really appreciate that. Last question. What words of wisdom do you have to those individuals who are sitting at your 14-year-old self, unconscious, but thinking there's got to be something better?
1: Well, first I would say the awareness that you already know there's something better. That's the first step. You already know, Mm. you know? Um, And then I would say, get your chart. So, and on my website, (laughs) if you go in there, I do a free chart. I send a video on what that means for you and an action step. So if you want to start just like trying it out, get your chart, just see what comes up, see what feel into it. But I just,
0: you know, if there's that awareness, you already, you already started the process. Mm, That's so beautiful. Thank you so much for being here, for being you. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much.